Mm. Nom, nom. So I eat chips every episode just like y'all know. Bam. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. I'm going to do the ghetto snap. <laughs> <laughs> How are y'all doing? Welcome to another episode. Tinseltown Tea, y'all. Yes, of the Triple T. Yes. <laughs> I'm drinking some thing okay. that Judith made me. Yes. It's very fucking strong. I apologize. That's I like it. No, don't apologize. Yes, but yeah, you know, we drank and we eating. <laughs> As you. Woo! Jo- All That's right. how we do. So let's get into this would you rather. Yes, I got a, oh, nope, nope, nope. Corey got the would you rather. Please forgive me. All right. Well, would you rather mm-hmm. have no internet or no cell phone? Mm, that's hard. I, I would say I would rather have no internet. This mm. is just for right now. Um, it would be hard to research anything. But what's more important to me, um, most of my family's on the East Coast. So I would want mm. to be able to talk to them at the very least. Um, and you could do that from the Internet. But I'd rather, I'd rather hear their voices and avoid the garbage that is part of the Internet. Although the Internet is hilarious i must say i stand <laughs> the internet the internets are very funny i stand it oh my god but y'all can be toxic as hell so um <laughs> i would i would much rather just know that i'm connected directly to friends and family and i'm a phone mm. person too i like i could i could mm. talk to especially people i love for a long long time and be like yay this is great Long ranting conversation with someone I love. Yay. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I cannot sit on the phone with anybody, like, for longer than Yeah. I was still an hour. I'm like, girl, I got to go. Like, <laughs> I got to close the fridge, girl. I'll call you back. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anything to get off. Because, like, ooh, <gasps> it's draining, but. Yeah. I think I would rather have no cell phone. Okay. I feel like you can do everything over the internet. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, you still talk to people. Yeah, you'd be able to FaceTime. And you still, and, like, video yeah. chat people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll let the cell phone go. Okay. You can text over the internet. I did that's that true. when I didn't have a phone once. I was texting bitches <laughs> through the internet. Yeah, that's true. All the, like, messenger apps mm-hmm. could totally do that. Yeah, that's true. I was texting with the actual, oops, sorry. Mm-hmm. The actual phone number. Oh, Okay. So you can do a lot on the internet now. There you go. And there we have it. Yeah. <laughs> Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, um, what we got? Well, you know our next segment, y'all. Know better, do better. Mm-hmm. We highlight just some quick tidbits. Um, usually common sense stuff or not so common sense stuff. Maybe it's some research that we found, resources that we found we like to share with y'all. Or um, just some things that, you know, someone may have reminded us of that we need to keep in mind. So um, I have a no better, uh, do better. Um, it is keep award season in perspective. Mm. Keep it in perspective. Um, it's amazing to see award season and um, people being honored for the works that they've done. Yes. But it all goes back to, you know, a lot of stuff that we said, like, don't compare yourself. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times we think... You know, a lot of times we see people who are being honored and we think they just got there overnight or they've always, you know, had it easier. They they get they get certain things, you know, easy or whatever. They make it look very cute. It's beautiful Mm. gowns and all that stuff. But, honey, it's a lot of work. Not to say that it's not a blessing, 
But it's a lot of work, guys. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Like, I remember I was able to go um, to the Emmys. Praise God. Praise him. And um, as a seat filler, shout out to the seat fillers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had to, you know, buy lashes. I had to <laughs> buy a dress. I had to make sure I had the right shoes. Mm. I had to make sure I had the right dress. I had to make sure I had the appointment at the Mac makeup counter because that's my budget. Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And a lot of people love that. They love the glam. They love the stuff. And it's, just, you know, just for one night. And for me, I was so tired. After that, people were like, what about the after party? I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> My niggas, this has been great, but get the fuck out of here. Good night. Um, you know, there's work in that aspect. And then there's work in, you know, whoever's your writing. You know what I mean? Writing mm-hmm. takes a lot out of you. For those of it comes naturally, that's wonderful. But then if you're not writing, you're pitching. And then if you're not pitching, you're trying to get your shit made. And then when you get it made, you have to get somebody, you know, beforehand, you're trying to get somebody attached and all this foolishness. And then if you're not doing all of that, you're doing it yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Web series, all this. Like, it's it's a lot of work that goes into it. A lot of years. You know, some people get rejected over and over and over and over and they break 12 years into the game. Like, you never, you never... You like it's beautiful to have award seasons, but let's keep that in perspective. Like a lot of times, it's a lot of work. Even like mm-hmm. hair love, it took a animation takes a long time to do. Like you don't yeah. just whip it up just because you can draw. No, it's a process. <laughs> it's like you know, like it's a whole bunch. So I think you know, as we see the beautiful, it's always good to see those things and aspire to those things. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that there's politics behind these things. Mm-hmm. Not the best stuff always gets awarded or recognized or acknowledged a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep the award season perspective, enjoy them for what they are. But, you know, hopefully we all will get our due. And even if we don't get our due, like we can still be successful, you know, writers, creators, you know, entrepreneurs, whatever, with or without the acknowledgement or the, you know, yes. the invite or the after party or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. if you get in, bitch, enjoy, you know, <laughs> like go off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, keep in mind, like keep it all in perspective. Um, so we're not, you know, being over envious or all those silly, you know, things that we can get, comparison trap, all those mm-hmm. things that, you know, without context can put us in a, a very like uneasy place and an unnecessary place, mm. you know? So that's that. Go ahead. if, if you. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To all of the things that Judith said. Amen. I agree. A hundred percent. Yep. Definitely. Comparison trap is a huge thing. It's oh very real. And like she, what she said is true. Like these people did not do this shit overnight. Mm. They're just now getting awarded, but guess what? They've been grinding for what ten years. Come on, <laughs> that's like the average time. Before okay, pops off. honestly, average. Like most people, I've heard seven. Like, mm. st- you when you start building your stuff for seven years, and you'll start, you'll start to see some sort of like movement and that's all so that daunting. stuff. Oh god, yeah, but it goes fast, you know. I hope the fuck so. <laughs> I got debts to pay. Amen. <laughs> Woo, but don't rush there. the process guys okay i guess that's my nobody don't rush the damn process there you go learn mm-hmm. experience it be present we're mm-hmm. so worried about the future that we forget no, that about so this true. moment that we have right now the only time that is promised is right now so true the future ain't promised in the past is gone bitch that's true all you have is right now so mm-hmm. 
with our creatives, people trying to make it, quote unquote, make it. Mm -hmm. Let's remember to be present. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And going back to what you said about not rushing the process, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of us want to be in the writer's room, but we're not writing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's me. (laughs) Okay. So me too. Um, (laughs) Although I'm going to bang out a couple of pages this weekend. Hallelujah. Ooh, look at you, girl. I'm going to try. Now that the writer's group is, group is coming back up, yes, my writer group I is have that back, accountability. Y'all. So I'm like, bitch, you better get the writing so you have something to mm. share. Um, but, yeah, going back to, you know, wanting to rush the process, a lot of times we're building our craft. We are getting more confident. We're knowing our voice. Those mm-hmm. things are very important. Because when you get in that writer's room and you don't know who you are, where you're going to, you know, where you're going, where you came from, and you don't know structure, and you mm. don't know, you just think it's this cute little whoop de woo and you don't have no ideas to bring to the table, you're not ready. Mm-mm. Well, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> and in this industry, it's cutthroat. Very, very stank sometimes. It's cutthroat. So at the very least... Go in there confident, knowing you know your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you never you know. Took the time. Come on. Do not rush the process. Mm-hmm. And you got your ten years. In. Okay. You got all ten to twenty years in of rejection. Right. You don't even give a fuck no more. You be like, this is a great idea. Fuck you. And another thing. <laughs> this is like another. This is like a no better, no better do better. Okay. It's like once you get that last rejection where you about to be like, man, fuck this shit is when you about to pop off. Right. Guys, always remember. It's always that. That final rejection, you be like, bitch, fuck this shit. You want to flip the damn table. You want to shoot up a fucking. No, that's not a good. No, you look at uh, your bank account and it's saying minus such and such. Right. And you still trying to fight for that dream. Woo. Woo. That's when the shit about to pop off. Right. So I say everyone get to the bottom. Okay. So that you can fucking climb. Okay. And amen. Amen. Let the people say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are blessed and highly favored. Amen. And with that, my sermon's over. Amen. Recessions will be in the background. That's right. And with that, we're going to come back with the news. Okay. And we're back. We back. Mm. Black. Stay black. It's Black History Month too. Hello, Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and um, if you know um the show, and if you don't know, we it's time for the news, mm-hmm. and we highlight Black and Brown creatives who are making waves in the industry. Mm-hmm. We always go to Shadow and Act because, duh. Um, <laughs> they're you know a great source of resource when it comes to people of color doing mm-hmm. great things in the industry. Yes. So speaking of Black History Month and Black excellence, um, Issa Rae says that she would never remake "Set It Off" despite initial reports. Now, even on the show, yep. we reported that because we were like, "Oh, okay. Well, if sis is gonna <laughs> go for it, uh, we're yep. here. We're gonna support." But I think I said I wasn't here for it. Oh know. yeah. Yeah, I think you're correct. I'm here for, I'm always going to support anything a creative um, black woman does, even if it's le poo-poo. It's just <laughs> how I am. But yeah, um, according to Shadow and Act, um, Issa Rae is trying to s- let Set It Off fans know that their favorite film isn't getting remade. Okay, so in 2019, it was announced that Ray would produce and possibly star in the remake of Set It Off for a new line cinema with Black Monday writer Sarita Singleton and star writer Nina Gloucester set to pen a script. Um, While promoting her new film, 
Um, she told Entertainment Tonight that she is not intending on rebooting the classic 1996 film. She said, oh, I would never remake a classic. And that sounds like wor- a word, honestly. Um, <laughs> a I don't, sermon. That sounds like a word. Um she goes on to say, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so, um, you know, say, y'all hoes be talking. Y'all okay. You know what talking about, you know, um, she continued AKA and us. said, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic. Leave it alone. There's absolutely no reason to try and redo it. We did it so well that people are absolutely going to compare it to that and think it's her taking on the tremendous chore uh, because the film has become a cult classic and some things are just better left. Like, create your own franchise. If you want to do a new film about girls robbing banks, create your own thing. That's crazy. Like, how yeah. did that even get started? I then? don't when know. She said she didn't even say that it. is interesting. But I mean, I think we got it from either. We, it was reported widely. It wasn't just like, no, like. Damn, like who made that shit up? That's so, crazy how shit just works. That's true. The Internet, I guess, be lying. <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, telling on folks. the original movie was in 1996 again. It was directed by F. Gray Gray, and it starred Vivica Fox, Jada Pinkett Smith, Queen Latifah, excuse me, and Kimberly Elise. So it's, Ooh, what it's, a movie. I mean, it's Black History Month. You might as well revisit it. Honestly, I'm about to revisit that. Bitch. I need to. I absolutely going to revisit it. So yes, Issa Rae says no. She's not doing it. And, okay, that's great. Leave that classic alone. Thank you. So, on with the news. I, I feel like every week, because ha- y'all be obsessed with power, I got to keep y'all updated Oh, God, form. here we go. They got something new every week. Every week. But, I mean, congratulations to Courtney Kemp. Um, and if yeah. you don't know who she is, she is a showrunner, writer, creator of that show. Um, yes. Three yes. more power spinoffs set at stars. Not one. What the fuck? I mean three. Not to who? <laughs> but three. Three fucking spinoffs for you motherfucker. What? <laughs> what else is there possibly to spin off? I mean... Ooh, Tyreek is going to get a show, I bet. Maybe. That's, that's well, the son. Well, here it is. So the three series joined um, Power Playbook 2, Ghost, which will star Mary J. Blige and okay. Method Man. And <gasps> then, Man. yeah, Power Book 3, Rising Canaan. So I think that's the 50 Cent character? Oh, that's 50 Cent's character. Forgive me, y'all. I don't keep up with it. I'm going to try and catch up. And Power it's Book... It's the whole show okay. is Oh, fucking. facts. Okay, I will give Power that. They had some great-ass sex scenes. And I was but like... that's literally all Jesus. it is. Yeah, it was a lot. I... It was a lot. I Next never to thought Vita, I would get irritated. If you've ever seen the show Vita, Mm-mm. it's really good. I think it's on Stars as well. Mad sex They love scenes. fucking on there. So many. I'm getting irritated and I don't say that, but I was like, I'm tired of seeing fucking titties and ass. So much. It's like, all right, we get it. You fuck. <laughs> I'm My exhausted. God, can we get to the story plot? So yeah, so yeah. book four will be influence and power book um, five is force. So I think that's three. Huh? One, two, three. So force. it sounds like four to me, but Courtney, Missed opportunity not to give the oldest son a show. I mean, I well, let, well, let's see. Okay, so in television history, only a select few shows have inspired four consecutive series extensions. So I guess it is four. I don't know why they said three at the top. Launched into <laughs> active production and development at the same time. At the wow. same damn time. I tell you, that nigga 50 Cent gets his coin. I mean, petty but rich. I mean, my God. Fucking smart. Oh. I ain't gonna... 
I ain't gonna flex. And this was that was from what I said was from Jeffrey uh, Hirsch, uh, president and CEO of Stars. He says these new and exciting chapters will continue the journey of some of Power's most controversial characters, while featuring a growing ensemble of Ooh. complex, distinct characters, along with the high octane drama that set Power in a class of its own. He's wow. like, we heard you niggas. Y'all love this <laughs> show. <laughs> Y'all He's love, not allowed to say it, but I can say y'all love shit. this shit. Um, Power Book 3, ri- uh, Rising Canaan, is described as the prequel story that takes viewers back to the 90s mm. in the early years of iconic Power uh, character Kanan, right? Mm. Power Book, I believe, numero, 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 <laughs> number four, <laughs> Power Book 4, okay? Uh, influence, uh, which follows Rashid Tate, played by Lorenz Tate, who looks 12, sure, um, oh my God, Lawrence Tate! He oh look, my God, he looks younger than fucking. Oh my when I God. tell you, I've been obsessed with that man since I was a child, and he still looks the he fucking same. Benjamin motherfucking Button, this nigga. I'm like, he walked by me once, and he was fucking stop. gorgeous. Yeah, stop I was it. like, you. How dare you? When somebody's so fine, you just mad at them. You're like, get the. I was disgusted. Get out of here. With his fine. Mm, and Power mm, Book mm. Five Force follows Tommy Edgar's uh, after he cuts ties um, with a uh, oh, white boy and puts yes. And then Power Book Two, uh, I believe, is the one with Mary J. Blige and Method Man. Mm-hmm. So for them motherfuckers. All right. So there's so much power. I I need to catch up. Honestly. Ooh, so take a yeah. Um, I, I hope to catch up before the spinoffs go, but you know, more to bench, sure. Um, but congratulations to that whole team, the writers, the staff, the success of the show. I think it's amazing. Continue forth. And see, this is another example of a show that I don't think has had a lot of awards, maybe. Maybe it's been nominated no, for stuff, but niggerish. hasn't won. Um, so well done, though. So well I done. Um, so yeah, congrats to the whole team, all the checks, all the awards. <laughs> All whatever, well-deserved. I remember seeing the first season and was really caught up, but then I had to let go because so much violence. (laughs) But I'm going to try to get back into it because y'all are all here for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, moving on. Um, You know, the god Ava DuVernay, um, she has (laughs) already announced um, she is going to direct a documentary on Nipsey Hussle. Mm. I cannot wait. It's set at Netflix. Um... So, according to Shadow and Act, after what was reportedly an intense bidding war, Netflix has landed the rights to an Ava DuVernay-directed documentary on the late rapper Nipsey Hussle. The film is a co-production between Ava's Array and Hussle's Marathon Films. Netflix took... Yeah, that's great, by the way. Going to cry. That is... I mean, that's perfect because the California... I mean... Going to cry. Both... I mean... I mean, Netflix took the rights in the deal, which is supposedly worth eight figures and in the teens. What the fuck is even eight figures? I thought it was only even, six. I mean, I'm one too day. broke to understand eight one figures. One day. Um, deadline report also that uh, report also states that Hustle's estate reached out to DuVernay based on the admiration of her work on the likes of the 13th and when they see us. I mean, mm. duh. Interesting. So she reached out to her, and she was like, Bet. "She's gonna take good care of this story. She will. You know, she's that not lady gonna can tell a fucking story. I mean, story. and when it comes to documentary, I mean, talk of Thirteenth is like canon. Honestly, when it comes to documentary and putting things together, I mean, <sighs> so I'm so happy that this is happening, and I'm, I'm so too. glad Ava's behind it, and 
she, I think she will do justice to Nipsey's. Um, I was gonna say Nipsey's hustle, but also his his legacy, his life, his legacy. Honestly, um, I will cry a thousand I mean, times over. Ugh, amazing, amazing, amazing. <sighs> um, in sad news, Emmy nominated actress Paula Kelly died at seventy six. Paula. Um, mm. Yeah, Paula, um, she was a dancer, singer, actress with expansive resume that spans from film and television and Broadway. Uh, you may know her on a recurring Cole's, uh, role excuse me, as NBC comedy series Night Court and the Oprah Winfrey produced ABC miniseries The Woman of Brewster Place. So mm. um, rest in power to, uh, again, another god. Uh, check her out. Know her stuff. It's Black History Month. Um, know the people that have come before us and paved the way. Period. Yes. Period, Pooh. Period. Network. So, <laughs> now we have, um, last in the news, um, some fun news. Uh, Gugu Batham Raw, the, uh, to star in Marvel's oh, Loki Gugu. series. Yeah, she's really I cute. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, the British actress is set to join Marvel's upcoming Loki series. Mm. The series is, is led by Tom Hiddleston as the... Uh, oh, I loved him as Loki. Oh, okay. Uh, tech, uh, I don't know. Tick titular character the titular character i don't the know what titular. that means titular. but go ahead go off shadow and act he's like i'm gonna get that word like come the title on. character title character come on they could have just said that but that's yeah. a good vocab word yeah um reprising his role from uh the thor movies so on wilson and sophia d uh martino have also joined the series so all right i'm happy for her wait who oh we said goo goo mm-hmm. okay yep Tessa Thompson was also in the Thor movies. I guess she's not coming Oh, back. yeah, that's right. But I, she might be coming back in Avengers. It felt like they were setting up the Avengers the is done. Oh, forever? Yeah, Endgame was the was the Endgame. Do you think there'll be like a Ragnarok? Like they, a Thor They did continuation? Thor Ragnarok. Oh. See, I'm getting they it all messed up. They have so many up. fucking movies, girl. It's I thought much. she might come back. I don't know why I thought she might she come back. She was in the last Avengers, though. I thought they may have set it up for her to come back with her own series. She might, girl. Give her her coins. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to speak into existence. That's true. But, I mean, it's not like she's hard-pressed for work. We already read some last week where she's fitting to do uh, a period piece or something. On Amazon. I mean. She's going to get that Amazon money. Keep getting that coin. We're here to support this. Period. Um, So, yeah. That is the news this week enjoy again always go to shadow and act they always have Mm -hmm. what's going on with black and brown creatives um out here people of color what they're doing and uh yeah we'll be right back we are back we are segment Mm -hmm. and (laughs) we're going to be reviewing um tyler perry's a fall from grace on Mm -hmm. netflix which actually had 26 million viewers in the first weekend Mm -hmm. which would have equaled about 300 uh in a box office wow opening weekend so that's pretty that's pretty good that's hefty that is very good so uh that movie did the damn thing in terms of numbers so it's successful it's successful um but let's get into congrats mr perry congrats 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 to you he wrote it himself obviously Mm -hmm. uh directed it himself obviously and produced it himself because he did uh, because that's what he does it's for Tyler Perry, by Tyler Perry, with Tyler Perry, yep. starring Tyler Perry. Yeah. Um, which I'm not mad at. Mm-hmm. I'm literally not mad at anything that man does anymore because yes. he's that. Once he opened that studio, like I can't say shit about him because you did that, nigga. He did do that. You literally did that, and I can't knock a nigga who's putting on. That's niggas. true. He's hustling. He's giving them paychecks. 
and he's making his own fucking empire. I mean, he's right. he has his own empire, so exactly. I can't I can't knock the hustle. However, we're gonna review the movie. We are, we are. All right, mm-hmm. let's get into the synopsis though. Mm-hmm. For you um, guys and gals who have not heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. For those who live under a rock, mm-hmm. um, don't be sensitive about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Grace Waters, played by Crystal Fox, she was good. Mm-hmm. A longtime pillar of her Virginia community, stays composed when her ex weds his mistress and her son moves away. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Okay, this is weirdly written. Sorry, yeah. it's written by Netflix. So I'm go. Netflix always writes shit's weird. So like, strange. I don't like the so strange. Shit. Okay. But anyways, mm-hmm. that was okay. So okay, so she lives in Virginia basically, mm-hmm. and her ex husband mm-hmm. was fucking his secretary. Mm-hmm. Marries his secretary, leaves her, and her son moves away. Mm-hmm. That was better said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with convincing from her best friend Sarah, played by the incomparable. I mean, but I bow always down. Felicia Rashad. Bow I down. always want to say her name wrong. Bow down. Um, a queen. Mm-hmm. So plays her best friend. She tries putting herself first after this thing, the mm-hmm. divorce, mm-hmm. and a handsome stranger who is like young, is way younger than her, yep. becomes her surprise second love. Mm. Yet any woman can snapped, can snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the the show Snapped. Yep. Um. Yet any woman can snap, and Grace's new husband soon ravishes her life, her work, and many say. Her sanity. Hmm. Who wrote this? Bad. Um, God. Shuttered in a cell awaiting trial for her for his murder. Grace's only hope for vindication lies with Jasmine Bryant, played by the beautiful and talented Brescia Webb, yes. a public defender who has never tried a case because she's young mm-hmm. and she's too scared to actually mm-hmm. go to court. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, Cicely Thompson is Tyson. also top okay. Thompson. It's okay. Cicely Tyson was also in this movie. I think she should have had a better role. I mean, like, come on! I have so I'm, I'm I was pissed. pissed. <laughs> pissed. I was pissed at the role they had. The fucking icon, Cicely Tyson, playing like what? Anyways, yeah, and they made her look crazy, y'all. Like I was, they made her look. Anyways, go ahead. Anyway, so it was supposed oh. to it was supposed to be a thriller. It didn't get thriller vibes. No. Um, but Except yeah. For, so that's one weird scene. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it was strange. It was mm-hmm. really weird. So yeah, that's the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Basically, you have a lady who's middle age. She typical fucking oh niggas do me. My husband did me wrong. Like mm-hmm. he cheated on me and he left me. Mm-hmm. Um, she meets a younger nigga mm-hmm. who basically like sweeps her off her fucking feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, canoodles her. Is that a word? Canoodles her. It's one today. Yeah, okay. but I think he that's correct. He canoodles her, connives her, cons mm-hmm. her, steals her fucking money, mm-hmm. um, and then she kills him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Air quotes. Yeah, I'm doing air quotes. Sorry, mm-hmm. I thought y'all could see it. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with your eyes? It's all um, good. So she kills him, goes to court, and then Brisha Webb plays the young lawyer who tries mm-hmm. to get her off. Right. And that is the story, basically. Right. And we're going to do spoilers, guys. Yeah. So, so. Um, this whole thing is fucking spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, don't mm-hmm. listen. Don't. How about that? That's fine. Um. All right. So mm-hmm. first, okay. So, okay. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Um, so, okay. Lord. Okay. So, okay. if, if you've already seen the description for the episode, then you have seen that the wigs in this movie were terrible. The wigs Insane. for the men. Insane. I would say, Brisha's hair was laid, okay? Yes, it was um, laid. 
Grace's hair, no, abysmal. It was, yeah, Grace's hair was like on a scale. Like sometimes there was like a couple of things. Sometimes her like, lace okay, front was popping. Okay, cool, 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 cool. When, cool. It, when she was in prison, like a mess, a mess. Um, Fashila, Fashila, Fashila. Why am I fucking up everyone's <laughs> name today? <laughs> Felicia good. Rashad's hair was laid. Yes, she's a queen though. Yeah. Um, all the niggas' wigs were terrible, awful, and they didn't need wigs. They didn't. I Just will argue that. Use their real hair. Tyler Perry always does that. Why? He always has the men in fucking wigs. I don't know why his he does hair that. looked crazy. Like his fucking wig was terrible. It was like it remember was in Diary of a Mad Black Woman, he had fucking Shamar Moore in that fucking Oh my god, with the cornrow braided wig. Like just so bad. let Shamar wear his hair. Yes, please. It pisses me off. It's so that that is first things first because that is the first thing everyone said about the movie was so the mad. Wigs. So mad. Also, Stop I it. mean, if I'm if it was done at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta, for me, Atlanta is like the mecca of like that's where wigs, I would go to get my hair hairs. done. Like, what are we? What? Why are we playing games? What? It's like a requirement, I think, for his movies that all the men have to put on a wig and it has to be it's terribly done. crazy. Jesus, Lord. It was so distracting. I was like, his hairline, what is it? He was what saying important it? word. I was like, but his hairline, though, as somebody, is it running what? away? Is Sh- it I don't... running towards the eyebrows? Is it? Is it a flat top? Is it a... It, what the fuck is it? <laughs> is it a mohawk? Is it a fucking raccoon? Is it a I don't... flat hawk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I cannot. But I will say first, so I turned it on, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the first 20 minutes, I could not concentrate because the nigga that plays, that played Breesha's husband was fine as fuck. Yes, he was. He was very fine. What the fuck? I I hate (laughs) objectifying men like this. I hate it. Yeah. I dismiss that. I I don't trust a a, a symmetrical face ass nigga. I I don't trust them. You're too fine. He Mm-mm. was too like I literally couldn't even nope. focus because Mm-mm. the nigga was that good looking. He was very good looking. Um, but he once I all... got over that, yeah, I think I could get into the movie. He but I an... will let y'all know. Yeah, he was a cop. He was awful. Yeah, he was, he was the worst cop I've ever, yeah. <laughs> ever seen. To see, like, what are you doing? But you oh, are fucking immaculate. And yeah, you really distracted me for the first twenty minutes. Very cute. So that was my first impression was, damn, this nigga fine. Mm-hmm. Fuck, shit. Yep. Damn, he look good. Mm-hmm. All right. Once we get past the objectification. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, <sighs> I think we're allowed to objectify men. I think we've earned. We've earned the right. We've earned it because y'all niggas objectify us all, all the, the time. time. Also, we have periods. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we get to objectify you. we have you. to push humans out. I mean, why? So, yeah. Whatevs. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So do you want to just like just give my opinion and give your opinion? How you want sure, to yeah. That okay. works. And if we want if we go back and forth with elements of it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, y'all. We just got it together yeah. on on air, but yep. who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> look, look. Um, okay. So Ooh, child, what did you think? Lifetime movie vibes. Oh, that, that's a that's a good description for sure. Lifetime movie vibes. Yeah. Um, writing was very Tyler Perry. I can't even talk about the writing because yeah. it wasn't a collective effort. It yeah. was literally Tyler Perry who wrote it himself. Yeah. And it was what I expected from him in terms yeah. of writing. Um, uh, okay. So it was, I thought I had the movie figured out, girl. I was mm. like, this is a basic ass fucking Lifetime movie. Yeah. She killed her damn husband because, uh, because he did her wrong. Like, mm-hmm. and then it just switched into something else. I was like, yeah. oh, Okay. 
Okay, a, I, a shout out to switch. the plot twist. Yeah. Because I yeah. literally was not expecting it. I already right. written it off like this shit is so basic. Like, right. what a basic ass fucking plot story. And then it switched. And I was like, yep. okay, I wasn't even I literally that. was not mm-hmm. expecting it. Yeah. Also because I wasn't paying attention. Right. Um, But mm-hmm. I was not expecting the plot twist. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would shout out Tyler Perry for that plot mm-hmm. twist. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. a good plot twist. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, let me just break it down. So <laughs> acting, in terms of acting, yeah. uh, fine nigga was fine, so who cares about acting? <laughs> yeah. Um, Webb was incredible. Yeah, I think she did a, the best she, job. She, she well, did what she did the best she could do. Yeah, I'll give it that. Sometimes I haven't seen her in dramatic roles, so because yeah. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen her in dramatic roles, so this was new for me to see yeah. her in this capacity. Yes. And I do think she did like she was trying too hard sometimes to play a lawyer. Yes. And uh, that was like yeah. mm, a like, bit of overacting, but that's very Tyler Perry too. Yeah, that's very Tyler Perry Ooh. too. It was very soapy anyway. Like it was a very, very soapy so. movie. Very much so. So the overacting yeah. was like warranted, but at the same time, like as I don't know, somebody who analyzes, you could tell the overacting. Mm-hmm. But like like we said, it's a Tyler Perry movie, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was still incredible to me. Yeah, I, I think, think she, she did, did the best she could do. Mm-hmm. Hair was laid. Thank um, God. And she looks so damn young. She did. She, she really so did young, look twenty six. She which helped. Yes. Isn't she she's not twenty six? I don't know. Like, I you know black women. We could be anywhere from eighty to fucking fifteen. 20, like, so the I range is fifteen to eighty years old. Honestly. <laughs> she looked young, which played on the whole young lawyer type of vibe that they were trying to give. Um so yeah, her she was good. Mm-hmm. Um so She's thirty five. Wow. Thirty five. Mm. Looks great. Go ahead. You look good, girl. Same, born in the same year. <laughs> but she looked younger, girl. <clears throat> Woo, go ahead. Girl, bye. Shut up. Go ahead, sis. Um, so who's next? So, uh, who? Wow. How did you? Cecily Tyson. Yeah. Cecily Tyson, Um, a fucking icon. Come who on. Who's like 90 fucking. She's 100 years old. Yeah. And uh, still in her right mind. I mean, had her playing this fucking crazy ass old woman. Yes. Like she could do so much better than that. Like mm-hmm. pissed about the the capacity that they had her in. Like mm-hmm. didn't appreciate it. Yeah, um, definitely underutilized her. Which yeah, she's ninety five years old. She wow. looks like she's seventy. And she's still in her right Dead mind. Mm-hmm. Um, could have definitely had something different for her. But I guess Absolutely. she was like, whatever. I'm gonna support my baby Tyler. Yeah, I feel like that's how the conversation went. She's like, I'm gonna support my baby Tyler. So just put me in wherever you need me. Right. Um. And had her playing a fucking old ass crazy. She is old. <laughs> had her playing a crazy ass fucking woman. Right. Like, um. A senile old woman, which mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate. No. Um. Could have done more for her. She's a fucking icon. Yes. Um. Who else? Felicia Rashad. How do you feel? Oh. Yeah. Felicia Rashad mm-hmm. killed it. As she killed usual. it. Even though some of the lines that he gave her was like, "You didn't have to. You could have left that did, out. You. you that could've. was definitely could have been edited." <laughs> Um, but she was amazing as I mean, usual. Like I can't, I can't say anything bad about her acting. Job. She did. She yeah. always kills With it. What she was given, whatever she you it. give yep. her, she's gonna kill it. Yep. I've never seen her in a role like this. Yeah, she played the bad guy. Yeah, she did, but and she, she started played off that as thing. a good guy. But she then played that the thing. twist. Woo! I was not expecting it to be her. Yeah. She played that thing. You, she played a yeah. bad guy very well, she which did. I've never seen from her. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested in seeing uh, Felicia Rashad play a bad guy, check yeah. it out because she yeah. did a damn good I'm job. Sure she did. I, I'm gonna have to do some research, but yeah, I don't, I've it. never seen her as a like. 
Well, she's played like a mean woman, but she's mm-hmm. never played like the bad, the bad guy, guy. Like the villain of yeah. the story, I yeah. think. Like she's played mean, mm-hmm. but I've never seen in this capacity right. and she was fucking flawless. Yeah. Um, Ooh, a fucking queen. Yeah. Like, well, no, I just thought of this, but like the way that they did like Felicia Rashad, she played the villain. Like Sassy Tyson could have played like the judge or something. Like she could have, yeah. she could have played so many different things besides just the senile. But yeah, a nursing home fucking lady. Um, Sorry, cut so, you off. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. Um, Crystal Fox, who played the the main character mm-hmm. Grace. I think she's in um the Have and Have Nots. Yes. Yeah. I feel like she's been grinding for a little minute. Yeah. She has a illustrious long career. Yeah. And she's worked with Tyler for a while, I think. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I liked her. Um I don't know. I liked her. Yeah. And I mm, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. What did you think about her performance? I, uh, you know, it was like come see come see. So so. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I thought She's a, I, you can tell she's a seasoned actress. She's know what she's yeah. doing. Um, I'm gonna blame a little, most of the writing. Okay. You can do that. Um, but I think she did great with what she had. What I she think had, yeah. her, there were some times where her character didn't seem like it just real. Yeah. Like, Very wooden. I was like, wait, what? Uh, mm. so it just didn't seem like she was connecting with, the characters I thought, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, she decided that she was going to go to court randomly. Like, it just Mm -hmm. didn't seem like it was convincing enough for her to go to court. She decides to go to court and then she's just like, I don't want nobody on the stand. I'm like, but why? Why? Why would you go to court? You could just take the plea deal. Yeah. If you're going to. That's writing. You're going to do that, you know? So I was like, "Mm, okay, all right. So it's hard sometimes the motivation uh, for Mm -hmm. me to be like, hmm. Where is it coming from? I think she just she tried to do what she could. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she she did the best that she could with what she had. Yes. Yes. Um. So her name was Krista Fox. Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to the t- most terrible wig in the entire movie, <laughs> uh, Cod Brooks. He played uh, Shannon. Was his name Shannon? I think so. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. 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 And Shannon. He-, he played like the villain. Villain of mm-hmm. the movie. Um. Um, I just remember him being Jerome from the game. So I'm like, that's Jerome <laughs> from the game. And his wig's terrible. Um, I think he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I thought he did a well. I blame most of the writing. So I think he did well with what he, he did. He did well yeah. with what he had. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, him before. Mm-hmm. Um, and his character that he's played before in the game, like, I remember that character. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. very, it wasn't iconic, but like. Memorable. I've seen him act before, so yeah. like, I don't know. He he mm-hmm. he did good with what he had. Yes, you yes, know? I agree. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, who else? Um, and her lawyer friends. Oh yeah, I think the guy was great, but I the thought, girl, yeah, the I guess it was her secretary or whatever, yeah. her assistant needed mm-hmm. a little work. Yeah, I I could tell she was a a novel actor. She had some funny lines. She did. She did. She had, like, in the beginning, she had some good comedic timing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think there's definitely potential for her to grow and continue. Yeah, I think Um, that's good that she started off here. Yes. And I thought, even though the guy was a good actor... Which one? The the other co-worker who was like, hey, like, you should go in. He was a little too intense sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just like... Mm. Yeah, the whole thing at her house where they yes. had to leave. I was yeah, 
okay, like you're doing the most. The like, most right this now. This will not happen in real life. Not unless you're getting your ass. Right. A lot, a lot unless you leave in my house. Right. Like sooner than you can leave. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that I can't even think of anybody else who's in the movie, but that in terms of acting, yeah. y'all know how it is. Um, mm-hmm. he's very blessed that he got Felicia Rashad to okay. be in this bitch because she saved it. Mm-hmm. What a fucking queen! Yeah, um, she yeah. blows me away each time, every time. Um, wow, who mm-hmm. gives me chills anytime I see her? Yeah. Um, talk about we already know y'all know how we feel about the writing. We should be talking about writing because our writers. But yeah. y'all know how I feel about the writing. It's very Tyler Perry. It's writing yeah. like very soap opera. Very soap. Uh, very dramatic. Very so many scenes that could have been cut out. The yeah. pacing was in the beginning. I wanted to go to sleep. Like <laughs> I don't need twelve shots of this woman in a car driving to the courthouse, driving back. I mean, okay, she's in the car. You want all the credits? She should have started off in talking to this lady in the in the room get to it mm-hmm. get fucking to what it. i don't get in terms oh. of writing is his connecting the dots sometimes like he doesn't oh yeah he does connect yeah. his dots Mm-mm. like um i don't know like how so for Fashilla. why do i want to keep saying that <laughs> felicia felicia she did she not go to jail at the end no, she escaped. She escaped. Okay, and going back. Okay, so this is the, to a plot Obviously, point. she was going to fucking run. You just you just handcuffed her. You just left her there and said, don't move. Bitch, I'm going to fucking run. The like, worst cop. So first, okay, so the fine-ass cop who's the husband of the lawyer. Oh, my God, what a good looking he, man. He's so fine, but the worst, the worst cop. First thing I knew he was the worst cop, the opening scene awful opening scene i, I think oh my god that should terrible. not have I'm been like, the opening why did scene. that what does it have to do with anything so he's trying to stop this older woman from killing herself i swear it was a long ass monologue she's standing up there he's just in the window like he can't go out on the ledge and snatch this woman up and bring her inside i was like sir and he just let her just watched her fall off the oh room my god, i have a thought oh i was god. like okay sir then um, another scene with him, he's supposed to arrest this young man or whatever, but he gets called on another uh, run or whatever. He puts this dude's head on the um, cover of the cop car, handcuffs him, gets the call. He was like, oh, hold on. Stay right there. Goes into and the leaves. car. He's like, okay, well, uh, I got to go. And then the guy backs up handcuffed and he just leaves like a potential criminal there. He just leaves. And then when he tries to help um, his, his go and help his wife, he handcuffs then the, you find out the protagonist, Felicia Rashad, mm-hmm. handcuffs her, doesn't handcuff her to anything stable so she won't leave. I'm just, like, why don't you handcuff her to the table or something? No, he just handcuffs her like, I'll be back. And then he leaves. And then she's like, yeah, bitch, bye. And she escapes, of course, because you didn't handcuff her to anything. Like, why would you that not? Didn't, that doesn't make any but sense. But I guess that's the point, because they wanted her to escape. Right, but... So that she could continue to do what she's doing, but why? Also, that's not realistic. Yeah. That like, doesn't make any fucking but sense. why? And I'm... It's just... No. Questions. So, <laughs> um... Questions. So, when they... when Okay, so Fine Cop and Brisha... Mm-hmm. What was her name in the movie? Ooh. Oh, sh- Jasmine? Jasmine, yes. Jasmine and Fine Cop. Mm -hmm. Don't even know his name. Don't need to know his name. He's fine. He's just fine. You know who it is. Fine Cop. They were in the room being a little couple or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's he's telling her 
you know how couples, you know, you talk about your days or whatever, what's going on mm-hmm. with you. And he's like, oh, I saw an old woman jump to her death, but I'm fine. <laughs> and then she goes in and starts crying about how she doesn't want to be a lawyer anymore. I'm like, like, are we not going to dive back into. Up, back up. So you saw somebody kill himself today. Are we not going to dive into what happened to you? Right. Like. Very that's weird. That's a lot more pressing than me right. not wanting to be a lawyer anymore. And he just kind of made it about her not wanting to be a lawyer anymore. But he, it was just a weird, it was, it was so a weird, weird line. Who wrote that off the top of Perry? <laughs> okay. Why did he write that? Like, oh, I just saw Questions. an old woman die to her death, but I'm fine. Like, it's just so weird. It's so hyper-masculine. So. Very random. So, <laughs> like, so niggas can't. Right. Like, have, like, feelings right. about that. Like, that's a right. big and deal. And their partners won't, like, inquire. Inquire. Like, what? Bitch. Like, whoa. She started crying about how she don't want to be alone anymore. And this nigga just told you that he saw somebody die. Obviously, but I'm fine. Like, no, no you're not, nigga. You're definitely not. <laughs> like, why did we not explore that? Nope. Like, weird line. Yep. Why did he write that? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Mm. Maybe I'll ask him one day. Maybe. I think, I mean, going back to the internets and how Tyler said that, you know, he's the only writer. He don't need nobody else. I I think I think it would behoove him to Mm -hmm. have other writers as well with him writing, too, (laughs) because (laughs) continuity, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. At least a script supervisor. Please. Maybe he has one, but they're not. In the credits. Right. Or may, I don't know. Maybe he's not listening to them. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm Tyler Perry. I made a plantation into a studios. He can do that. But I would love to see. I was talking to this with a really good friend of mine. And she made a really good point that, yes, like, he is a great, great, like, entertainer. Like, he's a leader in entertainment, right? He's yes. done that. But I can't say in terms of growth if I've seen mm. that with his work. Mm. And like I can like if I point to Ava Du, you can look at her first work and the work she's done now. Whew. You see, That's you know what I mean? Work, you yeah. see the growth. Like if you look at Issa Rae with Awkward Black Girl and to Insecure and now to like you see there's growth. You're not just, you know, yeah. putting in plot points because you want to. Yeah. <laughs> like there's um, something yeah. I don't know. I think there's something to be said and there's something to be said about I I would I would love to see him in a see that dynamic and see what it would look like with other writers. And maybe I'm assuming maybe there were other writers. Maybe he did go back and forth. But it would I would really I think while it's great to keep putting these things out, I absolutely believe that Tyler Perry has a Oscar Oscar nominated and not to say again like going back like award season be a perspective but it would be amazing to see his work be propelled in a way mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before where we're just not you know having people you know it doesn't have to be just a black movie like a black yeah but it's like, not even like a black like you know in one of the movies Taraji fell off the boat and then somehow reappeared but his but you like, get what I'm saying like his what? His body of work is in that realm of mm-hmm. like the black low budget type, right? Right. The black like dramatic soapy like, right? Not to be taken seriously type shit. Yeah, and it could be so because we it have could be a lot. It could be more. so much. I mean, we have Barry Jenkins who did Moonlight. That was not like a mil- a billion dollar 
production. And his shit's not low budget. It just seems low budget. That part. His shit ain't low budget. The nigga has a fucking studio. Right. Bigger than Warner Bros. But you can have a low budget and still have quality work. Mm Mm-hmm. And people not be confused as to be like, oh, who did, who is this character? You know, you had, what was, I forget the name, but uh, the Smollett, oh my God, the young, uh, she, there was a movie, she, Temptations. Oh. <laughs> had her grow up and it was just a whole nother character all like, together. And it was like only like maybe five years past and she looked completely different. She, just a whole different person? Why couldn't she just play that person? That part. Stuff like that. Like, okay, yeah. But then, and then we're just like, well, it's a hit. Like, what? Like, I don't get it. Come on. <laughs> and and there are some top rated movies that I love. I loved um, uh, Why Did We Get Married? Oh, really? Yeah, I, I like, like that, that one. one. That I was fun. Black. Yeah, I love that one too. That was fun. A Classic. Family That Prays. I like that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With Alfre Woodard. Love her. Yeah. So it was like, I feel like, but some of the decisions is just like, why would you just let that stay like that? Yeah. I think Felicia was just doing him a favor. She was like, you know what? Let me just hop in this bitch. Yeah. Play your little villain. <laughs> play your little villain? Me, I'll play your little villain. That's funny. And uh, I'll go home. Yeah. I mean, I, be- be I mean, Tyler Perry's at a, a place where he knows. He can do that. Yeah. He can do that. And he knows Felicia Rashad. He can Rashad. fucking have so, Cicely Tyson play that character, like the character he had her playing. Jesus. Exactly. And she'll be cool with it. She'll be like, okay, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, there's something about the quality. I think he can, he can clearly, like, can you have your more. own. Like, you're not in the Chitlin circle, circuit anymore. Like, I think that's what he's forgetting. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he knows that. I don't know. You yeah. Know, I'm not going to speak on what his thought process is. Oh, excuse me. I think Lord. maybe he mm-hmm. wants to be there. Maybe. I just, I just, I think it, it like, there are just, some things that you like continue things that are like like basic stuff we're like what okay sure maybe like it could just be it could just be so much better and it could still be his style yeah and i feel like it was not real like yeah the the whole like it's supposed to be like a legal drama i think oh yeah a subgenre of the movie was it was supposed to be a legal drama mm-hmm. but that shit did not seem like it would go down like that in a no, court of law like no the opening like the the statements like the way they yeah. were talking like that's not realistically it's really not court and when it's she not. would like when she was like um, fighting with the judge like trying oh, to make my what's God. Go to the yes. stand that was that would never that happen that would never happen that ever. would never happen ever that would literally never happen. <laughs> I need y'all to hear me. That would never, <laughs> never happen. Never. You would never be able to do that with a judge and be like, if he's telling you no, you're not going to sit here. No. Yeah. Oh, come to, I'm calling you to say no. no. And you wouldn't have gotten 10 chances to say it like he gave her. Like, no, no. that's not even realistic. No. Like, that, I think that's what pissed me off. Yeah. That's not, I was like, what? Yeah. Now you're disrespecting the justice system, which is already a fucking right. sham. But still, there's. <laughs> True. There is levels, and that shit just would not happen. Yes. Like, no, yeah, that's no. not going to happen. Like, no, that was not good. Also, it didn't keep up with the. It's supposed to be a thriller. I get. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. It was. Yeah. It was. It didn't. It, tried, it didn't maintain that. It seemed like it was trying to give me like Silence of the Lambs. It was trying to mm. give me Silence of the Lambs when Clary Starling. Yeah. Went to Buffalo Bill's house. Oh yeah, yeah, to yeah. To get him. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's what it was trying to do in the end. Yeah. 
but it didn't. It was very like cliche thriller, like oh she got tied up and yeah, oh he found her, but then the nigga came and got yeah. him because yeah. he was behind him. Like duh, yeah. It just felt like like with Jordan Peele, like you can like okay in the first movie, um, Get, Out. Get Out, it was clearly a thriller. You could feel that. But the tension was, whew, was yeah, there. you could feel the tension and it did a great balance of like funny. Like there were some funny moments, but you know, it wasn't a comedy, right? Like yeah. it was still a thriller with Tyler's. I'm like, sometimes it was a thriller when, you know, she's the main characters bashing her husband's head in. Right. And we think he's dead. And sometimes it's like this drama when she's doing a long monologue of how she met him and building up this story long as hell i'm like my god then it might be a little funny because her co-worker says something it's just like okay all right let's let's stay let's pick a theme let's stay let's stay on the genre (laughs) and learn how to balance that but that was i was like oof. i was like that that was supposed to be like the climax when she got when they took her and tied her up or whatever, and then mm-hmm. her husband came to get her. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the climax, but it did not feel climactic. No, there was no tension to me, Mm-mm. and there was barely a fucking struggle. Like he fought Felicia. Yo, little. that was so I was funny. dying. Yo, I'm like he's not about funny. to fight this old lady right now and not lose, old, but like <laughs> older <lose>. lady. <laughs> You a fucking cop, nigga, and you fine. Like, get it together. Get it together. <laughs> like, what? what? A very anticlimactic climax. Yes. Yeah. Um. A, I mean, a fun twist with Felicia Rashad. The twist was great. Yeah, that was a I, fun twist. I literally was not expecting yeah. that. I thought I had the whole movie figured out. I was coming in here. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, my review is gonna be so," because I already knew like this shit is so basic. Like mm-hmm. this is the basic ass plot. Mm-hmm. Definitely threw me for a loop. Yeah. I was not even expecting. I didn't even catch because usually when there's a plot twist in a movie they Mm -hmm. foreshadow it yeah where if you look back and think about what you saw you can see the foreshadowing of that plot twist right i didn't even notice any of that shit (laughs) see i called in the beginning i was like oh she probably the one behind it but that's because but that's no idea that's because i don't be trusting nice characters in drama i really thought like damn she a good ass friend i also was like maybe cecily's the one you know i was i was no i was suspecting everybody but um i thought it was there was a okay one thing that they did do well was like there was a point where i was like oh shit who did it like who really is he even my roommate was like is he really dead? He probably not dead. I'm like, for real? She smashed his head over? Like, you see the scene? So, I thought he was dead. Like, I thought he was dead, dead. And he was like, he probably not really dead. I was like, get out of here. So there was a point where I was I was actually locked in like, oh, who done it? Like, And that was I the gonna, point, I think. That was the point where I was like, okay, Tyler, you got me. But That's everything else. That's what he wants to be, like, to have you entertained. Yeah. But these crazy ass wigs, these oh crazy plot points. Um, oh, my God. The long monologues, the the like two long scenes, like let's let's leave that on the stage play. Like let's So woo. So okay, so she bashed his head in, but then she left mm-hmm. and then his body wasn't there when she got back. Yes. So she thought her son took the body? Yeah. And she didn't talk to her son for her son to say, I didn't take the body. Right. That part. That didn't make sense. I would have asked my son, did you take the body? Mm-hmm. And her son could have just said, no, nah, I didn't. There was no fucking <laughs> right. body when I got there. Yeah. Like, y'all didn't have that conversation right. beforehand. And how did the police get involved in the first place for her to get arrested? Right. 
Oh, okay. Also, what made me mad? During the part where the main character was mm-hmm. getting... A, so her, her new husband, like, takes her money. Oh my God, he what sets her up at work. Like, he does all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And she's left with absolutely nothing. I don't know what pissed me off, but that bank... Was just like, yeah, you came out and you just took a loan. I'm like, no, bitch, I didn't. You know it's me. You know who I am, bitch. I didn't take out the loan. And they're just like, oh, well, well, you're going to have to make another payment. That's not realistic. Like, a bank would never do Uh, They would take you seriously if you say, I did not do this. And it's unusual activity. Like, when I They know that that she, her house is paid off, so they would- Flag that they would have been took flagged out a fucking, that another mortgage been for flagged that okay bank of america hits me up when i go to the atm oh one too many times let alone have another motherfucker Bitch. come in and sign a motherfucking loan <laughs> they be blocking my car when i try to get gas I on, mean, at a sketch <laughs> gas station they, they be, be like, like this is this you, you? <laughs> <laughs> they be like wait a minute bitches is you or not like Yes or no? <laughs> and yes or no, we still blocking it. So you're not going to have access. I'm pissed as I can't even get my fucking gas. You can't even, like, live. And now all of a sudden, they just let another motherfucker just sign off a loan. And they're looking at you, well, oh, well, girl, another payment. No. What? No. I was like, roll the footage. It's not me. And, like, y'all finna really sit, like, bitch. No. Y'all know I didn't do this. You know damn well. You gotta make the payment. Bitch, you know it wasn't me. Like, Even a at bank work. would never do that. Even at work when they were like, oh, you did all this fraud. Get the fuck up out of here. Like, she said it herself. Y'all know me. I've worked here for years. And they would be like, There would have been an investigation. Right? At the very least. They're like, So unrealistic. They wouldn't just fire her like that and blamed her when she's been there for years and years and years. Unrealistic writing. Oh my God. Ugh. That was so crazy. I'm, I was like, what? what? <laughs> like, so crazy. And it was annoying to me because it was so cliche. Like, oh, this nigga just did me so wrong. Oh, like, yeah. the whole, like, oh, I married this guy and he just switched that fast. Mm-hmm. Like, just out of nowhere. How many times have yeah. I seen that? Yeah, and he just did like, me so wrong. Like, right. he stole out my money. Like, just made her seem like a dumbass bitch, which she didn't seem like she was. No. She didn't seem like a dumbass bitch. No. But they just made her into this dumbass fucking victim-ass character. No. Like, they had no fight in her, Mm-mm. which did not, it did not seem like that was her. her character. No. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> confused. No. AF. Confused. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I don't know. To, I guess to wrap it all up, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed watching this as if you go in like a hate watch you know like i think it's worth a watch like what are you what is it gonna do it's gonna woo. not gonna kill you to watch it it's on netflix you don't have to pay for it going with low expect i went with high expectations because i was like oh tyler perry and netflix okay like i was expecting something a little bit more polished a little bit better to me in terms of pacing and everything and it was better than what i expected see yeah so going with low expectations um and you'll be surprised by that you will be surprised but me and my uh roommate we've already talked about it it, was we had fun hate watching it it was it was fun yelling at the screen it is very entertaining which is what i think he goes for yeah and i mean a lot of people watch it because of because of his name that he built up and and, yeah look at the numbers the numbers don't lie do not lie um 
it was entertaining, which is what <laughs> it was supposed to be, I think. Yes. At this point, I think he's just here to entertain. He's here yes. to have people like us talking about it <laughs> so that he can get more viewers on his yes. shit. Yes. But I say it's worth a watch if you want to spend two hours. Yeah. If you have two hours to spare, because I know time is expensive. Right. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Get high first, though. <laughs> That, or take a shot or two. And I'm I think de- it was, next time I see, I think I'm I was high, high and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, yes, that I, I should have did that." Oh my gosh, I was brilliant! High and brilliant. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, much so, yeah. better. Yep. There you go. Our yeah. review that was probably all over the place, but uh, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. Uh, a fall from grace. Yeah, watch it if you have two hours to just, you know, dilly dally, diddle daddly. Diddly daddle, daddle. Dilly dally. Yep. I or think I made that up. make sure you're high. Yeah. And it will be enjoyable. Or just hate watch. Like, we laughed and we were like, Lord, this this movie, Lord. This damn wigs. <laughs> <laughs> the wigs. The wigs Killing of it all. <laughs> my God. Killing me. Oh, my God. All but right. yeah, we'll be back. We will. And we're back, y'all. And we're black. We are back. Mm hmm. So, Indeed. we. Very. We are back with our segment, Niggas You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the segment where we highlight um, black and brown creatives in the industry that you mm-hmm. should look out for. Um, no, we just highlight them and, um, yeah, we stand over them most of the time. <laughs> Always. It's great. I stand everybody. I mean, honestly. So um, the director that I'm going to highlight this week, D. Reese. And um, if you don't know her, she's an amazing director. You might have known her for her work, um, the movie Pariah and Mudbound um, with uh, Mary J. Blige. Um, It was on Netflix. It was highly acclaimed. And uh, Mary J. Blige, I think, was nominated for um, in that film. Mm. So just a quick background on her. Um, Dee Reese is an alumna of the New York University Graduate Film Program and a Sundance Screenwriting and Directing Lab Fellow. In 2018, uh, Dee became the first black woman nominated for an Oscar in the Best Adapted Screenplay category for her highly acclaimed film, Mudbound 2017. The film starring Jason Mitchell, uh, Carrie um, Mulligan, and Mary J. Blige tells the story of two men returning home from World War II, struggling to deal with racism and post-war life. Um, It was nominated for four Oscars, two Golden Globes, and received 100 nominations between 2017 and 2018. It received what? For the seance received over 100 nominations. So I don't know how many award, how many uh, genre uh, awards that spans. That's still that a sense. lot of 100 goddamn nominations. Yeah, because since Netflix can be both TV and movie. Mm. Yeah, I think so. So I could be wrong, that's but I think, yeah, I think that's how that works. Um, I was n- actually working at the movies. That was oh, back wow. when I was in high school and my first job was at the movies. Oh, and nice. When that was out. Out, and yeah. So. Minimal tickets because it was, you know, it was one it was, of those like independent, like it's not a mainstream type of shit. But. Yeah. And it was on Netflix. So people were like, yes, why? Why would I? Yeah. <laughs> I have the subscription. Why would uh, I now? do that? Um, her 1980s political thriller, The Last Thing He Wanted, is an adaptation of the novel by uh, Joan Didion, uh, excuse me, um, and will star Anne Hathaway as a hardened journalist, um, uh, uh Oh, oh, Lord, Elena <laughs> McMahon, forgive me. Okay. 
Okay. Um, ooh, uh, these uh, Emmy Award winning HBO film Bessie, which was great, by the way, <gasps> starred Queen Latifah as a legendary American blues singer. Um, was nominated for a total of 12 Emmy Awards, including these individual nominations for Outstanding Writing and Outstanding Mm. Directing. That was a great Mm. movie if you haven't seen it. I did not know that she directed it, so I'm glad I chose it for the nigga we know. Um, Previously, Dee was selected as a 2008 Tribeca Institute and Renew Media um, Arts Fellow and appeared on Filmmaker Magazine's 25 New Faces of Independent Film of the Year. So she is uh, uh, tested, tried, and knows what the fuck she's doing. Um, if you want to know about D. Reese, there's a really cool feature in the New York Time magazine. Um, the title of it is D. Reese and the Art of Surviving as a Black Female Director. So mm. she looks amazing. Like she looks like her outfit looks like a piece of art in this thing. Like it's it's wow. crazy. You should check it out. Um, it was uh, published February 6th of 2020. So it's recent. Um, so yeah, okay. a nigga you should definitely know director D. Reese. Okay. Mm-hmm. She out here. All righty. <laughs> Who's your nigga? All right. So who is my negress? <laughs> um, <laughs> my negress is Brisha Webb, yes. who was in A Fall From Grace yes. that we just talked about. Um, I picked her because I feel like she's been grinding for a little minute, yes. and she's talented. Very. Um, She does... I think she's really funny because she's been in her comedic, comedic. acting is yeah. hilarious. Go I've ahead. only seen her in comedic stuff. So mm-hmm. this is the first time in a fall from grace. I've seen her anything deviating from that. Mm-hmm. So it's good that she's expanding her range. Um, but if you guys don't know who she is, she's from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Merlin. Um, she's from, from the Merlin area. from Denver. Mm-hmm. She's been grinding since like 2007. Mm-hmm. And I've just started seeing her like maybe five Ten years ago. See that seven year. Mm-hmm. It takes a little minted. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was on Love That Girl mm-hmm. as M. Unique Jefferson. Come on. Which was that show with Tatiana Ali on I think TV not TV one. It was on TV one. Yay, look at me. Yep. Um, and then she was on Truth Be Told as Angie, which what is that? It was a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so she's been making rounds in the sitcoms yeah. for a minute. Yeah. So she, after three seasons of being on Love That Girl, she got upgraded to the starring role of the show after Tatiana Ali had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was on a show called Second Generation Wayans. Oh, okay. So I think that was a show about the Wayans kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was on a special showcase of Saturday Night Live that focused on female comedians of African American descent. Interesting. I missed that one. All right, let me the look whole, that up. The whole SNL, uh, the episode. Yeah. Okay. So she's been in like a lot of like movies with mostly like black casts. I've seen mm-hmm. her, and she was in the show Mar- Marlon Show. Yes. Um, I thought she was funny in there. She was she funny. Played a character that I resonated with. <laughs> um. Yeah, so she's basically been in, like, comedic stuff. She was mm-hmm. in, what's something that y'all would know? Ride Along 2. Mm-hmm. She was in Meet the Blacks, <laughs> which was a parody of, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I literally don't know what it was parodying. Like, mm-hmm. it was parodying a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. She was in Acrimony. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Acrimony is like a running joke. Yeah. <laughs> Between, like, I just think. Yep. But Black. worked with Tyler Perry yeah. before. She's, so 
<laughs> Way to turn around. So she's never <laughs> Tyler Perry before. <laughs> um, she was in Night School. Okay, yeah, Tiffany Haddish. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes, yep. with Tiffany Kevin Haddish Hart. and Kevin Hart. Um, she was in uh Sex Tablets. Oh, that's on Netflix with uh, uh, Marla Wayne. She was the pregnant wife. Oh my God, wife. I did watch that. Yeah. How could yeah. I forget that I watched yeah. that? Yeah. I can't believe I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So oh, silly. I'm embarrassed. So silly. <laughs> she, was, so silly. she was in Weeds in an yep. episode, Grey's Anatomy. She had a recurring role in Grey's Anatomy. Okay, come okay. on. Come so on. She, Work she with Shonda. She, Work she with Shonda. Dramatic stuff. Mm hmm. Um, and then she was in Marlon. Yep. So she's had a pretty, like, I think she's had a pretty good comedic career. So it's so nice funny. to see her branch out. Mm-hmm. And she's she's been grinding for a minute. That's why I wanted to highlight her, just because yeah. I think she's talented. And uh, her time is, if it's not coming, it's coming. Yes. And uh, she, uh, I was talking to you about this yesterday, but she was in Sherman Showcase, which is on Hulu oh, right now. But it was IFC. But she played, she does a Mary J. Blige impression that has me dead i laugh so so hard so yeah. she's funny mm-hmm. is that the show with the nigga from marlon yes stevie from marlon yeah yeah the light-skinned nigga yeah okay oh, okay they okay. have me they it's actually so funny. funny okay yeah got it okay i'll check it out yes so catch her mary j blige impression in sherman showcase mm-hmm. um so yeah that's brisha webb um look out for her yeah the fact that she's had this starring role in this Fall from Grace movie, which okay. did numbers. Okay. All the numbers. Did Book, numbers. Booked and busy. Come um, on, shows that she's on her way to the top. More Book. starring roles for her. <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Okay. I can't wait to see her starring yeah. more things. And maybe she'll be uh, a starring in one of our, our original yeah. um, shows and stuff. Because I like. mostly do comedy, so mm-hmm. if she wants to continue down that path, because she's branching out. Okay. So, we'll Bless see. Bless us. All right. So, that's the end of the episode. That's right. Hope y'all enjoyed our episode. Uh, opinions about a fall mm-hmm. from grace i would definitely check it out on netflix if you have it mm-hmm. um Make if you sure have it high. i don't know why you listen to this shit because you know what's <laughs> going you know the whole fucking story ridiculous but uh like i always say don't take other people's opinions form your own opinion That's um, right don't be a sheep mm-hmm. so yeah check it out guys it's on netflix for sure did numbers yeah when it came on netflix so uh Niggas is watching it. Mm-hmm. And you should be a nigga that's watching it too. Still got to support. Anyways. Do it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're done. We're done. See you next time. Bye.